Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first SUFC Goals podcast. We're two South End fans, uh, through thick and thin, discussing everything to do with South End United. We're going to discuss transfers, players, uh, hopefully get some players to interview and, and some fans. We obviously want, we want a lot of interaction with uh, with the fans out there, most important part of the club. Uh, so it'll be good to get some fans on as well and, and hear their, their views. Uh, so we're just trying to cover... Everything South uh, South and United, uh, and there's uh, there's two of us doing it who are behind the uh, SUFC goals uh, Twitter account, um, what the infamous as some would say, uh, I'd say famous. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think uh, there's an elephant in the room we need to discuss, mate, and that's uh, obviously the whole uh, situation with uh, Ron Martin and selling the club. What's your thoughts on it? Um, well. First thing I'd like to say, welcome, obviously, everyone. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things that, you know, myself, I feel like even five, six years ago, I was supporting Ron Martin. Um, I think to be, not maybe, maybe a little bit longer than five years ago, but I guess I believed his bullshit, to be quite honest. Um, I think that's a, that's the, I'm the fool there. Um, you know, I really you are a bit of a fool. Thank you very much. Uh, so I, you know, I bought. I, I was completely buying the fact that he had this idea, this you know, turning South United into this elite football club or at least a competing football club in the top two tiers of English football. I believed it, um, and probably the last yeah last few years, I've you know the the, the pennies really dropped that he's just an absolute twat and that he's all he wants is is money. Uh, so I'm buzzing that he's that he's trying to sell the club. Um, from what what I've read online. There's there's two parties extremely interested in advanced stages, uh, so to speak. So that's very positive. Um, but that's as much as we know. The only sort of consortium we knew interested was uh, Steve Nash, the uh, former NBA player. But um, from from what I've heard, uh, it looks as though that deal isn't as quite advanced as we'd like it to be, or as you know, as a fan, we'd like it to be. Uh, he's uh. He, he's he's well known in the sports scene, and not just in basketball, but in football as well. Uh, he's got quite a large stake in Vancouver Whitecaps. He might even be the, the majority owner, um, and he's obviously part of Real Mallorca as well. So he knows what it's like to run a football club or to you know to be part of the running of a football club. So I think that you know on paper he'd be brilliant, but he's the only sort of buyer that we have any idea about at the moment. Yeah, so... I mean there was that geezer on. It was. Throwing his name about on Twitter, wasn't he? And he was um, Sarah, Cole Reader. Is that the, yeah, yeah? And obviously, he it's a bit of a weird one because he was giving it all to Barry, wasn't he? And saying, "Oh, blah blah blah." Like I've I've had all these talks that I've tried to set up with Ron and Ron Martin, and you know I've been making it out there. I want to buy the club. I'm interested and whatnot. And he was talking about Coxie, and Coxie was on board. And then as soon as Martin said he was selling, he you know, he's gone quiet, you know, he knows nothing. So I don't know whether to take that from a sense of, oh, now he's actually got the opportunity. He has to be quiet because now it's, you know, he might actually be going through with it and now he can't give it large on Twitter. Or maybe he's now shit himself and he's, he actually wants nothing to do with it. So yeah, it no, could be either, I, I don't know. It's a good point. It's a good point. Because that, again, that makes you think like, you know, all the parties involved in buying the club probably have to sign an NDA to say they can't. Yeah, exactly. Officially. So maybe it is that. 
But I remember he did say sort of back in February's time when Ron was still very much uh, wanting to run the club or, you know, keep the club in his possession, that uh, that Carl Reader wasn't interested uh, because his 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 sort of marks have been turned down by Ron Martin. And I think you're saying even, even once or twice, Ron Martin just didn't even respond to his emails, which kind of shows the man that Ron, Ron Martin is, to be honest. Um, although he is 18-0 up against HMRC. Um, so, you know, he's got a good record. Well, I don't know whether he's actually up or if it's just, you know, he's into his 18th minute of stoppage time. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous, all these embargoes and adjournments and... It'll be interesting to see what happens come 12th of May because obviously that's going to be, you'd think, the last day we, we've got to pay, or he's got to pay the 250 grand tax bill. Uh, to, sorry. May pass. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, 12th of July. It would have been good if he paid on the 12th of May, otherwise we wouldn't have had to have gone to court. No, actually, yeah. no, we wouldn't have. Um, so, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if the new party comes in, you know, Will that lift the embargo straight away and can we crack on signing players? Yeah, it was interesting that I see on Twitter what a couple of people that was at the um the court hearing last week. Um I, f- I read somewhere that apparently either the judge or one of the um people presenting evidence or someone said that it was like close and in the sense of I, I couldn't read into it too much because to be honest I'm bored with the whole thing, but I think the vibe I got was that the judge gave us the extension or whatever you want to call it in legal terms, adjournment, whatever fucking German, it is. Yeah. yeah, but he only done that because he could see, or there was concrete evidence that as of that time, the sale is either going to happen or if it don't, then Martin's going to pluck money out of his ass again. Um, I mean, hopefully the sale does happen, but I mean, 12th of July, what, six weeks, it's doable, but I mean, there's not really a lot anyone can do about it or think about it, really. No, no, exactly. It's worse for the players and the staff, obviously, because they don't have a Scooby, what's going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not just, you know, it's it's a shame that the players aren't getting getting paid. But at the end of the day, if you put in the grand scheme of things, they do earn a healthy living. So I feel sorry more for the... The, the people who run the media, who run the commercial side, who com- who who run the ticket office, who do all the you know yeah, all that the tea stuff. ladies, etc. They're they're on a normal they're on a normal wage like you and I. They're on a sort of yeah salary that you know a humble salary. So you know it's not great that the players don't get paid and the management don't get paid. But you know yeah, I mate. Of, I'll I, tell you what. If I didn't get paid my salary this month, I wouldn't be going to work next month. I don't know how they do it. Like. I'd take no. my hat off to him, but if I didn't get paid at the end of the month, you can bet your life I won't be in there first of June. Do you know what I mean? No, absolutely, absolutely. I, I um, agree. And I, I, I couldn't live without a month's. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I missed a month's paycheck, I'll be in trouble. Let alone they've missed a couple of some of them missed two, three at times over Christmas. Was it this year or last year? I can't remember. But it was like a good couple of months that people's out. It's honestly that geezer is. Scum of the earth, mate. Honestly, jelly and ice cream when he goes. Yeah, no, I, I well, I'm not going to say I agree. Try and be a bit, bit more <laughs> diplomatic, but uh, no, he's uh, he, he needs to be gone. And and ultimately, I think you know, a new buyer's got to come in and buy the development, the ground, and and the club because you know we don't want him to still be, or at least Roots Hall and 
Southend United. So we don't want anything to do with Martin. You know, we can't have him as our landlord over our head. You know, we just want to cut all, all ties of him, all involvement at the club. He can have Fawcett's farm and, you know, build all them residential properties. At the end of the day, I don't care if we stay at Rootsall. We well, don't I'd rather. I'd much rather stay at Rootsall. Yeah. Uh, as know. in, not in not in its current state because it's shithole, but as in no. yeah. fix the leaks and you know the mushrooms grab out the, the toilets and what. Yeah, it's, some of it's disgusting. I mean, the West. What I've seen, I've, I don't. I try not to go. Obviously, like to the catering and whatnot. But from what I've seen in the West, ain't as bad as what I've seen in some of the other parts of the Grand. Um, I mean, the the South, the, the the South Upper smells of dog shit. But like seriously, like it's it smells bad and it's just like there's just so much neglect there. Like you look in the, the, you see the pictures on, on, on Twitter, obviously we don't get to go into every stand and see what's happening. But in the West Stand they've got like the ceiling, the tiles on the ceiling missing and shit. I don't think people have been nicking them. I think they've just moulded and just like disintegrated. And you see all the like the piss on the floor and it's like a five centimetre puddle of God knows what. Yeah, it's grim, um, mate. But, but yeah. Right, I think it, it would obviously be so much cheaper and just, I don't know, I don't know if I'm just being really like traditional here, but I think that do up roots a bit, spend a bit of money on that, get that packed to the rafters and then it's a traditional ground. Everyone's close, you know, like the stands are close to the pitch. It's five minute walk from the train station, load of boozers nearby. I just, I just don't see any any plus of moving to a 20k seat a bowl, one of the stands won't be complete. It's fucking miles from anywhere. There's subtle pubs and you, it'll be our fault. If, they won't even be our fault, will it? Yeah, no, exactly. And you think... Well, then again, I don't know why we're moaning because Angle happened anyway. No, <laughs> no. But, you know, if you look at pictures of what Roots all look like, even sort of like 30 years ago, when's that sort of like early, early 90s? 90s. They... You know, before they built the South Stand, and you know the old South Bank and the old the old West Bank, it just yeah, looked yeah. amazing. It looks so like you could fill, you know, so many seats. Like if you used to build seating out, and and, and you know they've the amount of land they sold behind the South Stand to to accommodate for you know to build the new South Stand or whatever. It's just it's, it's such a shame. You think in the was it the seventies we played Liverpool at home, we sold thirty one thousand. So it shows you. You can fit people in there, maybe not as sardines as that, but yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let, let's move on from talking about Ron Martin and the knobby is to some of the current playing squad. Um, well, may not be long, may not be the uh, current playing squad uh, this time next month. But what we're going to do, we're just going to whittle down the players that are out of contract, and you're going to sort of just get both our opinions on, on the players, obviously. I think we'll uh, differentiate quite a bit because we've both, both got different views and you as a viewer are going to have a complete different view as us. Um, it's football. We've all got our, our uh, opinions. So the first player I'm going to go through is uh, someone a lot of people may not be too familiar with, and that's uh, Jaden Crowhurst. Um, he uh, he played two games right at the start of the season when Gus Scott Morris was, uh, was injured and Dimitri was suspended against Solly Hull. Um, away and uh, Halifax away, uh, so he's uh, he's been out on loan at Tunbridge and Hampton and Richmond. But he, he hasn't really, you know, set the world alight. He's only nineteen still. Uh, so personally, I feel like we should give him another year's contract or maybe two year contract, two or 
to one-year contract with an option of an extra year just to see how he gets on. But he looked really good in those games, um, so I'd like to keep him. Have you got any opinions on him, mate? Or um, Yeah, good question. I I don't think I... I can't remember. It's so long ago. I don't think I've seen too much of him. I can't remember if, he, if I went to an M games at the start of the season. I think I went to the first one against Bournemouth. I don't know if he played that one. Um, no, that was... Um... Harry, 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 best to just now we've spoken about all that crap just leave it behind us and try and talk stuff on a more cheery note and a bit more hypothetical yeah exactly i was just about to say that we need to be hypothetical side of things yeah 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 so the next player we're going to uh we're going to look at is uh henry sander uh what, what do you think mm. of his emergence to the to the team this season see it's an interesting one because he's only a kid and he's what 17 18 um yeah Played a good few times towards the back end of the season. I, I quite liked him. He sort of puts himself about. Um, he don't shy away. He ain't, you know, like he's got a decent bit of stature. He ain't massive, but he ain't small. He's, he can move. He's a bit quick. He's he's all right. He, I, I don't mind him, but I think he ain't good enough. If we want to actually compete, which I think, you know, saying next season we've actually got a decent background everything's a bit more settled and we want to actually compete I don't think he's good enough and to start that is and for someone his age I don't think it will do him much good to sit on the bench the whole time so I would sign him a new deal but then I'd look to loan him out myself purely because having a 17 18 year old on the bench the whole time maybe playing 20 minutes here or there or playing the old cup game probably ain't going to help him that much in his development what yeah, no, I agree. I'd, I'd give him a, a fairly long contract as long as we, we, we you know, we can do maybe a two-year of an option of a third year. So he scored against Gateshead and he's shown he's a decent player. He's got good sort of nous. Uh, he's got a good sort of footballing brain. He's won quite a few penalties for us, actually, just by putting his body in places um, like against Dagenham and, and Halifax. He just puts his body that about. That one against you know, Daggers did look a bit dodgy, though, didn't it? It didn't look like a pen to me. You've got to play the game, mate. You've got to play the game. Yeah, um, I do agree. But obviously there was a, there was I don't know if it's one or more, but there there were a few championship teams after him um, as well. Obviously they can get him on a free. Yeah, transport. I read that. Um, it's a bit of a stretch that for me. Championship, um, unless it's one of them ones where they just sign him and then farm him out a couple of leagues below again and just hope this an investment on their behalf, which is sort of fair enough. But would well, yeah, we so not do... get would we not get a bit of like a tribunal or something because he's young. Yeah, Even so it depends how long he's been at the club for. Would depend how much um, he get he like we get from him. So there's different sort of criterias. So if you've been at the club from under nines, you get more than if they joined mm-hmm. at under thirteens or whatever. So uh, I don't know how much that would be. That would go to a tribunal, and then um, we, well, we're trying to agree compensation. But then if not, it'd go to a tribunal. Um, I think or. He is technically still a youth player. He's uh, not had a professional contract yet, so I don't know if that changes the rules that they're allowed is he to not? just tweak him. No, he's uh, he's a second year scholar, so he's uh, yeah. <laughs> Christ. So he's uh, he's in year thirteen, which is mental to think. 
you know, of school. school I... That's actually sickening. Yeah, yeah, I've just had a look, 2005. Yeah. Christ. So, I, yeah, like like you said, I'd do the same. Give him a, a decent contract, but then sh- sh- uh, shift him out on loan. If he can get in the league below at you know, like Braintree or someone. Get a yeah, that's what I was there. thinking. He'd probably do all right um, yeah. in, the, in the conference south, I reckon. Right. right, let's stay up front and let's talk about another striker. Um, Reese Murphy, contract's run out. There's an option for an extra year, I believe. Um, what's your what's your thoughts on uh, on Murphy? It's interesting. Um, I think get rid personally. Um, he's not a bad player when he's fit, but that when he's fit is like it don't come around very often. Let's be honest. It's a shame because. He's, I think he's a decent player and he would score goals. I mean, even if you look at when we first, our first season in the conference, well, under, even under Phil Brown, he's, he got a couple of goals here and there when we was absolutely pony, like when we was horrendous. Um, and he got a bit of a partnership going with Dolby, even though we was absolute crap. So I think that if he could have stayed in injury-free, um, got a few, bit of a run of games and he could have done all right, but it's... He's actually getting a bit perfect now. And also, I reckon he's probably on half-decent whack compared to the rest of the squad. So, yeah, I'd cut losses and save our money and get someone who ain't a complete crock. Yeah, <clears throat> couldn't have summed it any better myself. Played 11 games a season uh, in the league, started four of them, scored two. Um, so, like I say, I think he's the best, you know, this, this is, might be an unpopular opinion, but I think he's the best striker in the team. But, he don't have the legs to to play I mean, yeah. the season. Yeah, he's he's probably the best finisher. Um, but yeah, fully agree. Get rid, and he's right. he's turning what he's about thirty two, thirty three now. So even if you did yeah. offer him a contract, it'd be one year, and he'd probably be out for six months, wouldn't he? So it was one, wasn't it? Earlier in, <laughs> earlier in this season, he he'd just come back from injury or something or other, and he. He either like went for a warm up or something, and he got injured just doing that. Where he played like a fifteen minute cameo, and then he was out for another couple of games. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Same with fuck. While we're on fucking injury prone strikers, Jake Hyde. He's oh. another one. I know he's only on loan, but I really hope we don't go back in for him because he's another crock. Again, half decent player on his day, but he can't run on plastic, so that puts him out of four or five games a season. Um, yeah. His knees are made of fucking paper mache. And he's slow as fuck. Like again, oh, I think he's in exactly was, the same. We got bracket. absolutely royally fucked in that deal. Jake Hyde on loan for Dolby and peanuts money. It's an absolute joke. Ultimately, I think we had to take it. Like I think, yeah, we didn't have a choice really, did we? But we got forced, we got forced into a corner. I mean, the fact that you know Rexon can call him for someone like Dolby. He's never going to say no to that. He's probably got three times the amount of money, and living in Wrexham, you probably get a lot more, for, you know, for your money than you do living in like London or Essex. So he's probably got a far um, better ass. He probably, yeah, probably, probably has, yeah. So that's one of the things, you know, we got we got shafted in that deal, but is what it is, isn't it? But yeah, like I say, Hyde, you know, he's looked good. He's looked good. He's got clever movement, but he's he, he's made a glass, and he, he, he you know, we should, I, I personally wouldn't like to go back in for him. Yeah, I mean, I think it was written in the stars with him when on his debut, wasn't it? He lasted about six or seven minutes. And... Against Boreham Wood, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I actually remember turning, turned around and I was like, this geezer, how long do you give him? And you just knew it was going to happen, didn't you? I fucking, 
it's a shame because there's nothing against him, you know, and it's just just one of those things that you know some people can't play sport at a, a higher level, you know, for a sustained amount of time. Just yeah. their body can't do it. Which yeah, it's not no, no fault of his. It's just natural, I guess. But should we stay on the uh, on the topic of injured players or injury prone players? This one yes. may cause some debate, which I'm hoping it will will do. Nathaniel Ralph. Interesting. Or Nathan Ralph. So, well, Nathaniel's his full name. I don't know why I uh, felt like his mum there. Nathan Ralph. <laughs> um, Nathan Ralph. Uh, I like him, I'll be honest with you. Um, I think he's mustard. I'll give him a new deal right now. But he's just, again, he's too, he's too injury prone though. Like, he's supposed to be captain of, of, of the team. He's one of those ones as well, like, you know, another player we're going to touch on in a second. But, you know, it's taken a while to fit him and Jack Bridge into the team because Ralph can't play left centre-back with Bridge at left wing-back. So that means Ralph's got to play left left wing-back. They just don't don't get on. Not not like they don't get on like that, but they just don't work together. (laughs) Stand there bickering. <laughs> yeah, every day. No, no, it's just it, you know when 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 Bridges played in a in a wing back position and Ralph's come in, we've I don't know if this is just like a little conspiracy or or whatever, but we've we've struggled and then you know we've had to sort of find Bridge a new position. Um, so trying to shoehorn him in, I don't think is is the right, is the right way forward. Again, we'll, we'll move on to Bridge in a, in, in in a second, but. I'd only really sign Ralph if Bridge was to go. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but, you know, he can play left centre-back, but I don't think he's got the stature to play left centre-back. Plus, he only played 27 games this season, so he missed, what's that, 19, uh, 19 league games? So that's... Like, yeah, not quite it's, half, it's, but yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a fair chunk that he played, but, you know, I want to be signing players that can play 40 games a season. You know, if they, if they do their MCL or the ACL... You know that's an unlucky injury, but you know if you get players over the you know the, the four years that Ralph's been here, he's been injury he's been injury prone. He's always had an injury like a a bad injury. You know he comes back for a bit, gets injured again. So like I like him. I think he's a really good player, but I want consistency, and I don't think Ralph is necessarily that consistency. I'm not having this. I'm not having this. <laughs> I, I think I think he's brilliant. And see, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I can't think enough about that little connection about when him and Bridge play on the left together. I mean, you might have a point there, but in my opinion, Bridge shouldn't be playing left wing back anyway. I mean, that's a whole other story. But I think he should. We should even be playing a four at the back. I don't really like five anyway. But if we are going to play five, I'd have Ralph as the wing back and Bridge further forward. Whether that's you know as a left wing. Or as a ten, however you want to play it, but I just think he's wasted at the back, and I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I just I like Ralph on the left hand side, and I think he's a good fullback, um, especially for non league. I mean, he joined when he was in League One, and he didn't look out of place there, in my opinion. I, I get the point about him being injured, and I know it's a little bit going against what we just said about Hyde and Murphy, but. Ralph's that little bit younger than him. And also, when he does have a go, he's got legs still. As in, I think he can still play a couple of years. I See, his injuries, I don't know. I mean, do you know, are they like 
ankle that keeps coming up or is it just unlucky he does, does like an hamstring one time and then an ankle? do you know what I mean or is it just the same thing if it's the yeah, same man. thing over and over like Hyde's knee then fair enough but I, I, I don't think it's know. a righty I think it's a right of injuries yeah, yeah it, I agree see yeah it's a tricky one and also I think we're, I feel like with Ralph um, other than the end of the season he, he sort of I mean I might be completely wrong but I felt like he was never out for like three months here, two months here. It's like a couple of games here, back in for four games and a game out. I mean, I might have got that completely wrong. He, but... did, he did go through one stage of missing about 10 games in a row um, in, I think, sort of start of October through till till November. There was a lot of yeah. games, far, uh, few and far, sorry, like close between. And he did miss the last four games of the season. He went off in the first couple of minutes away at Woking. Um, obviously Bridge came on for him but he missed the, the Daggers game the Oldham game Scunthorpe and Wildstone game so um, he has missed clumps of games together which is a problem you know if it's one here and one there you don't mind I, I personally don't mind that too much but when it's clumps of games and clumps of games it just really it ruins a team it doesn't give him any sort of rhythm as well because obviously the defence needs to be organised they yeah. need to know each other down to a T ultimately they need to know everyone's Sort of straight. I need to build that camaraderie between them. You know how sort of like throughout the season uh, we we you know we built a solid defence. But anyway, I think someone that we've mentioned uh, a little bit that we should move on to next is uh, Jack Bridge. Um, I think I, I know where this one's going to go. Uh, Jack Bridge. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be a bit uh, doom and gloom here, and I think even with New owner, no embargo, whatnot. I think he's gone. Um, I think even if you know everything's sweet and we offer him a new deal, I can't see him staying. He's way too good for us and this league. I could see him. I mean, I know Notts County was interested earlier, and they're going to be right up there in League Two next year. They're probably going to go back in from again. Um, and the rumours that Jills are after him as well. Yeah, chilling. See, I know obviously he's, they are a league above and they've got a new owner and that, but I think he's better than that. Um, I could see him going up a up a league two, yeah, up a league two, and I wouldn't I wouldn't hold him back at all. Um, yeah, obviously a shame. I think he's one of our best players, obviously. But yeah, I did, yeah. I did read online. There's he seems he seems to have a lot of loyalty to the club, which is crazy. I think he's a yeah, he's a local fan. boy, isn't he? I, I, I think he's a, I think he's a South fan. I might be wrong, but there's been times you know he got messed about. You know, he wasn't really given enough game time first time around. Went off to Northampton, went to Carlisle, come back. Uh, well, I say come back, went to Carlisle. And then he had a trial at Southend um, when Mark Mosley was a manager. That bloke. Um, and then me. I think he went to Bristol Rose as well. But he, he, he was holding out for a Southend contract. And he was really holding out for a Southend contract. Yeah, no, I don't and think he went to Bristol. He went. He was on there on trial. He, he oh, had a right. trial there, and then uh, then dropped down to Concord uh, Rangers in the National South. Played a couple of games there. They realised how good he was. He went to Bromley, and then as soon as we came calling, he he could have stayed at Bromley. You know, could have had it had it easy. As soon as Southend came calling, jumped from Bromley straight to Southend. So he seems to have that loyalty. You know, he could have left in February to go to Notts County when he want when he weren't paid, like uh, Lapata did. You know, he. As soon as someone came calling, or as soon as Fuck. there was a possibility that he could try and you know get out of his contract for whatever reason that was, he did it. Um, so I think there's a lot of loyalty at Bridge, and there's there's a part of me maybe too optimistically, 
But then there's a part of me that feels like he could uh, he could stay. He could say he might see, try and wait out, see what happens, and stay. Because you know, if it, yeah. we get, if we get a new owner in, Mayor would eat and you know, say we've got a bit of cash to spend. I can see Mayor saying, "Look, he's a free year deal. You know, stay at the club. He'll probably get a nice back from it. He, he's bought a house around the, like near, in South End as well. So that's another thing to consider. He could only really then go to a localish team. If he's bought a house. He's got a mortgage. I'm assuming unless he's that rich that he can just buy a house outright straight away." Um, but but yeah, so I don't know. It's one of them. Like I'd love to keep him. And I think he's amazing. He can. He, he's played central midfield. He's played left wing back. He's played sort of just yeah. He's in his striker. prime and all. When he yeah. Um, well, we can. I guess we can only. Obviously, yeah. I was just being negative. Obviously, you'd offer him a deal, and you'd hope he stays, and you'd do anything to try and make him stay. But yeah, I can't see it myself. Yeah, I think he's. Uh... A bit, bit unfair that he didn't win player of the season, but you know, Kev Marley was definitely a worthy winner. Yeah, um, right. Agreed. So we've only got we've only got four or five more players to quickly whittle through. Um, I don't know how long you're going to want to take on them. First one, Steve Arnold. Get rid. So, Get rid. I think I'm to be honest. I was surprised he actually come back um, towards the end of the season. I thought he was finished. Um, I do think he's a solid keeper. I think he's like commanding. He's really good, but his kick, his kicking's not brilliant. I, I do think feel... he's finished after that injury, um, and he's getting on a bit now. And yeah. I think Collins better than him. Simple as. Fair point. Yeah, he got one clean because that's the that's the, that, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I mean it's harsh to judge him on clean sheets as a keeper. I think like I always find that a bit harsh to judge keepers on clean sheets because it's all the defence and whatnot, but. Obviously, it's a key metric, but I mean, I just, I think Colin is very, very good, and if Arnold stays, he has to be first choice. Like, I mean, unless Arnold's up, because you can't really have your backup keeper who's injury prone. Well, I don't know, sort of. You can't have an injury prone. Yeah, you you can't have an injury prone keeper full stop. Really, can you? Right, I think, I think I'd get rid of myself, save um whatever wages on and. Get someone in who's happy to be second choice to Colin, or well, I don't know whether there's another kid we can promote to be second choice. I'd have Colin no. as first choice. I've read some rumor somewhere that apparently we wanted to bring in a new keeper, and then oh, actually, Elliot Justin from oh, I Daggers. Oh, I don't know. I might have read that somewhere. It's probably one of them stupid like fake Twitter accounts that just spat shit. No, I do, I do agree with you there. You know, I do think the plan at the start of the season was for Colin to go out on loan, but he stayed. He came, you know, he he played well. Um, oh, I think I've seamlessly gone on to uh, talking about Colin here because he is out of contract as well, but he's got an option, a club option for another year. So I'm assuming you you'd trigger that as well. Oh, mate, I think he's brilliant. I'd have him as our number one, like set for the next ten years if we could. Obviously, unless something goes downhill, but he's about eighteen, nineteen, and he. He's commanding enough. He's a good shot stopper. Every now and then, he has a little lapse in concentration. He was at fault for something the other day I saw. And he also, um, I feel like I've seen him make a couple of mistakes with his feet here and there, um, whether it's just under pressure or if his passing ain't good enough. But, you know, he's so young. He's got ages to learn and mature. And it's no good. Even if we do, I think if we start, if he gets a new deal, he has to be number one. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's young. He's through the academy. It's it's a no brainer to me. 
Yeah, 13 clean sheets in 23 league games. I think that's sensational for a player that had played for Basildon United in the Essex League or the, the one above that once you know once or twice at the age of 17. Come in last season and, you know, had a, had a tough time. He, he made a penalty save against Dawkins in the uh, FA Trophy game. Mm, yeah, remember won, that. But then, you know, his only other game was against Stockport and we lost 5-0. It's very hard to judge a player because... You know, we had Kenny Clark in defence. Um, I don't know oh, if any, anyone remembers. I forgot about him. Uh, that was a yeah, weird he, signing. He was, at, he was at Hornchurch for a bit, I, I think, this season. I don't that know was where a really he weird signing. Oh, he's probably but, retired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Hornchurch played a playoff final, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they beat, uh, lost to, lost to uh, Averley, was it? Yeah, they lost to Averley at home. Yeah, yeah. So, moving into the last three players here. Uh, the last striker in this list, we've got Chris Ray. Uh, came in from Banbury on a one-year contract. Uh, I think he may have an option, uh, a club option for the, for next year. What do you think of sort of his performances so far? Um, what about the future for him? Um, good question. I think, considering he's made a step, two steps up. I think two or three. I think yeah, two. I think. I think, um, I think, I think, I think so. he's done all right. Um, I don't mind him. He didn't start, but you know, if he's a third, fourth choice striker, um, I think I think he's all right. He he holds the ball up well. He's strong. He's powerful. He might not get you that many goals, but I think he's all right. And I think if he's happy to be a squad player, I'll give him a new contract. If he's sitting around going, oh, if he's one of them that's like kicks up. Fuss and he's going, oh, boss, boss, why, why aren't I starting more than fuck him off? But you know, because you don't want that sort of negative in, impact on the team. But I don't mind him, I'll, I'll keep him. You? I've actually got, got a good story about Chris Ray, actually. Oh, um, go. So, um, you know, as I am, or as we are, the best uh, South End Twitter page, uh, we got uh, approached by a Liberian FA. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like Jay from Tina, <laughs> this does. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, I'm going to do some one take and, you know, if I laugh, I laugh. So, uh, got approached <laughs> approached by a, 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 a scout for the Liberian National Football Team. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds uh, like so much bollocks, didn't it? Yeah. So, um, well, if you don't know, Chris Ray, his dad is from Liberia and he uh, used to play for Arsenal, Monaco and a few teams and Liberia national team. Uh, therefore, our Chris Ray can play for him, even though he's born in New York or somewhere. Uh, anyway, a scout from the Liberia national FA, whatever they are, uh, approached me asking uh, for details about Chris Ray. Uh, I mean, that was it <laughs> at the end. I mean, Bit of an anti-climax, but just sounds a bit Jay Cartwright saying that someone reached out from the uh, the Liberian FA. Um, Good story, that. But anyway, would be... you would you keep him or would you get rid of him? That's that's what people care about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I I don't see him as a fourth striker, and to be brutally honest, I think I agree with everything you said about him. He's strong. He's Really good on the ball, uh, like you know, shielding the ball. He's a good target man, uh, but I don't think he's gonna ever 
Well, I'll say ever. That's a bit harsh. I think he's going to score ten goals in the league, and I think we need a full striker that can, you know, still get eight to ten goals. He got four goals in twenty-seven games for us this season. A, a, you know, a lot of those were um, uh, oh, sort of appearances. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Only twenty twenty-eight percent of the time. To be fair, we didn't score a lot of goals, though. To be honest, we only scored about fifty goals across our whole team. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, maybe I'm not maybe I'm not being fair to him. Uh, I think he's a good player, but I guess this this season was an adapt, adapting season, so I would I, I would trigger his option if he's got an option. But I would only offer him a one year contract if it was to be a new contract. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Agreed. So we have only got two players running out of contract left um, as we are running out of time. Uh, the first one is uh, what. what Two of our probably better players this season, I think it's fair to say. First one is uh, Sean Hobson. Where do you uh, stand right. on Sean Hobson? So I might be a bit controversial here. Not on purpose. Not doing a Gabby Agonlaw on you. But I'm just, in my opinion, look, don't get me wrong, I think he's a good player. Very good player. I'll give him a new contract to answer your question. But I don't think he's as, as everyone makes him out to be. I think that every now and then he just has a little lapse in concentration and he's prone to a little mistake or, you know, he'll do something and he'll just give me a bit of a panic. And I, I don't know what it is, but I just don't feel 100% safe with him. But having said that, I will give him a new contract and he is a very good defender. But still, wanted to put it out there, but I don't think he is as good as some people make out. But he's only, what, about 25? So, 24. still got time. Yeah, That's turn yeah. twenty-five. Yeah, um, mate. Oh, he scored that fucking w- wicked goal at the end of the season, and all, didn't he? Oh, against Scunthorpe. Do you remember? I, it don't get spoken about a lot, but you know the uh, COVID season when we was in uh, when, he, when he signed for us. Yeah, League Two, and uh, he scored that goal against Forest Green. I don't know if you remember it. It was obviously everyone remembers the game because Nathan Ferguson, Ferguson yeah. scored that absolute fun, thunder rocket. Um, but he scored an unreal goal that game. It was. Like a ball sort of whipped in from the right hand side, like from a free kick, and the ball's going away from him, and he sort of like angled his his leg and like sort of hooked the ball into the top corner, and it was really good goal. But obviously, everyone remembers Ferguson <laughs> smashing maybe it. We should, maybe we should up top then. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, like going back to you know him actually being a defender, I'm 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 on the same page as you. I think. One thing he's got that's underrated is he's got a, he's got a diagonal ball and he he, he nails it a lot of the yeah. time to, to bridge and I think that is a really good outlet. It's been uh, you know it's happened quite a bit this season. I think I can off the top of my head the one I can think of is against Notts County um, at home. Uh, Hobson played that lovely ball over defender got caught underneath it. Bridge went and uh, um, squared it and Powell scored, but he didn't as as an own goal. But uh, anyway. Enough of that. Yes, I'd give him a you know two three year contract because I think by the time you know if we do get three years, if we get I don't think we've ever thrown out. I don't think we've ever thrown out a three year contract to anyone. Well, well, we uh, it's going back a bit, but I think in twenty thirteen we gave Ryan Leonard a four year. We gave Ryan Leonard a four year contract. Not fair enough, and we offered Bentley one before he uh, he left for Brentford. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I'd keep him. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. last player that is out of contract this season um, no there's two I more think... actually oh is there yeah there is two more yeah you're going to say Kinsdale 
also got Demetrio and Dow, Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. Yeah, Ken's Dow, uh, Arkeaton. He's young. He's about, what, 25 again, 24. 23. 23. All oh, right. Well, he's still he's still learning, and he's... Um, but again, he's not 10 out of 10, a few mistakes here and there. Um, but yeah, he's all right. I think our defence looked a lot better with Lepata, obviously. I, th- I-, I was going to um, say, when, when Lepata left and Ken Star moved into the central of the three centre-backs, he looked solid. He looked as though like, he knew he had to step up and, you know, because Lepata was the best out of the three. I think yeah, that's I think, say. Um, it's, it's interesting because I think, I think he struggled a little bit at first of like, just a change of role and not having Lepata next to him in charge. I think he might have struggled a little bit, but he, he's still a good defender. Um, you think he played all by one game? He was on the bench against all he's, he's local. Yeah. If we offered him a new deal, we'd say, well, I bloody hope he'd stay anyway. Um, yeah, I'd keep him. You played, I think he's played, well, in the league, he's played about 60 games for us. So, you know, ever since he's had, he's been there a year and a half and he's played, I'll say yeah, he's not very injury prone either, is he? Like, oh, no. that's what we want, though. We want players who are going to play forty-five games a season. You know, exactly. Yeah, that's my point. Start. Yeah, and you think how many of them? How many of them did he come off the bench on? Probably none of them. He probably started yeah, one, every single maybe. game. But uh, go on, fill me in. Who's the last player I've missed out? Yeah, Dimitri. I don't think we spoke about him. Oh. or I might have glossed over him earlier. You're I right. really spoke about him, and You're I, right. I wanted to speak about him. Because Demetrio has been stealing the living for three or four years at this club. Okay. Oh, that's harsh. Stealing the living is harsh. But I'd have got rid of him years ago. Um, ever since that fucking miss away at Shrewsbury in the last minute that he put wide or straight to keep, whatever it was, I think it was wide. Yeah, yeah. At our end, I was. I've never forgiven him since. He should have been gone that year. He's crap. Yeah, so he's still in Living's Arch, but I think he's crap. And now he's absolutely past it. He, yeah. I, maybe yeah, Keegan as a coach if we've got, you know, a spare space. But um, uh, as a as a defender, no, no chance. I'd have uh, that Crowhurst head ahead of him, definitely. He's younger oh, and cheaper and fitter. Sound <laughs> like I'm, I'm right up your ass, but to be honest with you, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Um, well, not not all of it, I, you know. I don't think. I think you know he had a really good season after that. Seventeen, eighteen, he was good. Eighteen, nineteen. Um, I can't really remember that. That was the year we stayed up. And then in that that League Two season in COVID, he just looked like off it. Like God knows, he may have had some issues off the pitch or whatever. But he played really centre mid for a while as well, didn't he? It, it, yeah, he and he played centre mid with awful. Keenan for a bit when we was absolute gash. I can't remember who that was under. Might have been Bond or probably Kevin Bond, yeah, yeah, or maybe who was the geezer after? Chris Powell for a bit. No, who was it? No. Oh, maybe, yeah, what was it? Waddock, maybe for about twelve games, wasn't he? Ten games. He left. Keenan, Keenan left. Oh, not yeah, nine. Sorry, nineteen twenty. I think Campbell then. That was when Campbell was in, and then half our squad he left in January. Do you remember? I can't stand him. Um, no, so I think for me, I really saw the demise in Dimitri in the season where he was in league. In League Two, so that was twenty. What's that? Twenty twenty one. Nineteen twenty. Nine no nineteen twenty was Sol Campbell, Gary Waddock. And oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Don't mind me then. Yeah, so I think you know, as as I was saying, I think you know, he really did start to 
drop then. Uh, this season, you can just tell he's uh, he, he's a bit off the pace. You know, he got five yellow cards, and I think all the yellow cards were him tripping people up because they went past him. Uh, so I just don't think he's got the legs anymore. Like he seems to be like a nice bloke. Uh, spoke to him a couple of times. He seems seems to be a nice fella. Uh, yeah, but ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, he stuck around a bit when when he was actually after decent. He probably could have left. Um, I think after his first year, he probably had offers elsewhere, and he chose to stay. But then, but, um, being that like devil's advocate, was he going to get anything better because he was on a decent league one contract at the time? Yeah, he's got turmoil. So. That you know is that something to consider that he wouldn't have got anywhere near his decent contract anywhere else, and you know obviously we're obliged to pay him. I mean, not that we do that anymore to to our players <laughs> or our staff, but yeah. So you're going to uh, you'd get rid of Dimitri but keep him as a uh, like a coach. Would you have him as a player coach or just get him no, away from? The, I never want to see him on our pitch again, not even for a charity game. Um... <laughs> 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 but um, even keeping him as a coach, I don't know. It's just obviously he's done he done that stint. Well, I say stint. He done manager for one game, didn't he? Like him and Stan Collymore, sort of. So that was a weird game. That was. Um, it's uh, Chertsey in the FA. Is it FA Cup qualifying? Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that that's a weird one. But I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, as a player, he, he's he's finished for me. I mean, he might leave and go conference staff, go sign for like a brain tree with John White or something like that, or he might call it a day and go into coaching. I reckon that's what he'd probably do to me. So I think he quite likes it here. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think at the end of the day, he's done for me. But yeah, I think that's it in terms of players that are out of contract. So there was about 10, and I think... The ones for me that are must keeps are Colin, Kensdale, Hobson, Bridge, maybe Ralph. Ralph, sort of like I'd have Ralph in, but you said you weren't a huge fan of Ralph, but I, I, I wouldn't mind him staying. Um, also, maybe it's like a backup but again, the injuries, but yes, yeah, so out of 10, I've sort of saying. Some of them are obvious, you know, the four or five starters and the rest of them, I think, time to go. Mm. Oh, and then the kids, obviously. Keep them. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, sand that and progress. I think think we should should call it a night. Yeah, mate. Um, Yeah, it's it's been interesting to talk about what we've got and what we ain't got. I say interesting and I mean more depressing. (laughs) but um, I think if we forget obviously you know we've said at the start of this podcast we want to we mentioned the elephant in the room and we just want to push that to the side and talk about other things and be more uplifting and whatnot Um, we hope that just by chatting about you know the players and hearing our thoughts and whatnot and in the next you know couple of episodes that we're going to make we're just going to talk different things and we're going to look on, look back at, you know, some of our recent history or I don't know, we'll find some nice, interesting things to talk about. And obviously we're going to look at some potential players we could sign, but this is all, you know, hypothetical of if we don't go bust, obviously, but I think it's a bit, just over the summer, it'd be just a something to listen to in it and uh, something to talk about, keep yourselves interested in over the club. And um, obviously without thinking of 
being depressed and that we ain't going to have a club. So it's nice to be a little bit optimistic. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I agree with you. Just trying to think, you know, trying to think of on the pitch. You know, that's where that's where the fun is. So uh, exactly. Yeah, thank you to everyone who um, listened listen throughout the podcast and uh, to all those uh, little Spotify listeners. So, uh, be the only platform that this is being uploaded to at the moment because I need to sort of work out. I'm not the most tech savvy, so I'm just trying to work out. So if you could leave the uh, podcast a follow and rate it five stars. Push us up. We want to be the best South United podcast. Um, there's a strong competition, strong competition. So, uh, so yeah, thank you for watching. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, soon. guys.